Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is Terrio Media. Success in real estate has nothing to do with shiny objects. It has everything to do with mastering the basics. The three pillars of real estate investing. Attract, convert, exit. Matt Terrio has been helping real estate investors do just that for more than a decade now. If you want to make money in real estate, keep listening. If you want it faster, visit reiace.com. Here's Matt. Hey, Matt here. Welcome to another episode of the Epic Real Estate Investing Show. It is way back Wednesday. This is the day where we reach back into the archives and pull out old classic episodes. And we've been reaching back into the archives of the Do-Over podcast, the podcast that started it all. And I got another great one for you today. Enjoy. During an era where countless people, businesses, and organizations are feeling the pinch, running out of time, running out of money, losing confidence, feeling as if life is unfair, praying for another chance, and unless something is done, life is going to pass them by. Fortunately, in the nick of time, there is now a place where the ignored, underestimated, and unknown steps to producing results and making life work are revealed. Save your career. Save your business. Save your health. Save your relationships. Save your life. Get from where you are to where you want to be faster and with greater ease than you ever thought possible. Say hello to your do-over. Welcome to your do-over, coming to you live from downtown Los Angeles, and this is the place where I show people who want more out of life, people dissatisfied with their current situation, how to start over and begin a new life, setting goals and objectives so they can create wealth and live life to the fullest. You can jumpstart your do-over and lay a solid foundation for a better life by downloading the three pillars of creating the ultimate do-over for free at freedoover.com. It's a 55-minute MP3 audio program that I made just for you with three specific steps on how to get success as you start over. The three pillars of creating the ultimate do-over will put the legs under your table. They will lay the foundation for you to achieve. They will act as your traveling success coach, and they are yours for free at freedoover.com. So, sorry to have left you for so long. Actually, maybe you didn't even notice. Maybe I'm being a little vain. But I had intended to post this episode just a day or so after the last. However, my baby boy decided he was ready to come into the world, so this is my first episode as an official father. My son, Mateo Alejandro, was born July 6th. He weighed 7 pounds, 13 ounces, and he's an absolute dream. And I never thought I'd be the parent that would say, my baby is the cutest ever. Well, he is. So there. It's funny how my life is completely transformed overnight. I mean, I woke up a new person on July 7th. A brand new person. I mean, my reason for what I do or my why, it just got so much bigger. I mean, almost instantly. And that's a perfect place from where to start today's episode. Part two of how to stay motivated. 
Now, if you find yourself losing motivation, which so many of you have shared with me that you are losing your motivation or you frequently lose your focus and and you frequently allow negative thoughts to creep in and they hinder or they even thwart your results. Another place to look is to revisit why. Why you're doing what you're doing inside of your do-over. I mean, if you're losing enthusiasm, if you're losing your motivation, I mean, oftentimes it can be you don't really like what you're doing or you forgot as to why you chose to pursue what you're doing in the first place. Now, you don't have to change what you're doing, but let's go back to the basics for a minute and answer some of these basic questions. If you knew you would not fail, what would you do? Are you doing it? If money were not an object, what would you do? Are you doing it? If you knew success was guaranteed, what would you do? Are you doing it? What is someone that you know doing that you wish you were doing? Are you doing it? These are the types of questions to ask yourself every six months or so. It's not just a one-time event. You want to ask yourself these types of questions every six months or so to check in and make sure you're on the right path, to make sure you're in alignment with your passion. You know, life, it's just too short, and it goes by way too fast, and we only have one shot at it. So why shouldn't you pursue your wildest dream, your deepest passion? Other people are doing it. Why not you? You know, whenever I ask myself these questions, I'm always reminded of that Monster.com commercial. I think it was a Super Bowl commercial a few years ago where they asked a bunch of kids what they wanted to be when they grew up. And the commercial, it consisted of this montage of kids' answers. When I grow up, I want to file all day. <laughs> when I will grow up, I want to claw my way up to middle management. I want to be replaced on a whim. I want to have a brown nose. I want to be a yes man. I want to be a yes woman. Yes, sir. Coming, sir. Anything for a raise, sir. When I grow up, I want to be underappreciated. I want to be paid less for doing the same job. I want to be forced into early retirement. I mean, those are the alternatives to pursuing your passion. And yes, those are all business related. But it's very easy to word those in a way that apply in every aspect of your life. For example, when I grow up, I want to weigh 300 pounds. I want to live the best years of my life in an abusive relationship. I want to be taken for granted by my spouse. I want all of my dresses to make me look fat. I want a circle of friends that laugh at me every time I share my dreams. I want to spend all of my free time watching reality TV. I want to lose my breath every time I climb a single flight of stairs. I want to stay inside the house because I'm embarrassed about how I let myself go. I could keep going. And maybe I hit your situation right on the head. And maybe I missed it. But you know exactly what it is for you. And you're probably hoping that I wasn't going to say it. I mean, how could you stay motivated or focused if that's what you're experiencing? If you have any of those types of thoughts going through your head? The point here is not your problem or challenge or your dilemma. The point here is you have a choice. There's very little in life that you have to do or that you're forced to do. You have a choice. God blessed you with free will. And if you're dealing with anything in life that is less than desirable, ask yourself, why? Why is that? And then ask yourself, how did you contribute to it? You know, I don't care if you feel it's 100% someone else's fault or something else's fault. How did you contribute to it? There's no power or resolution in pointing fingers. There's no power in complaining. There's no resolution in blaming others or holding grudges. What have you learned and how can you avoid it in the future? That's an empowering question. That's taking responsibility for your situation. That's taking responsibility for your future. 
That's a question that will actually make a difference. What have you learned and how can you avoid it in the future? But most importantly, how can you turn it around? How can you pursue that which excites you? And how can you do it and enjoy the process? The brain, I promise you, the brain is the most powerful computer in the world and it will answer any question asked of it. And the good news is, you own one free and clear. It's yours. Nobody can take it away from you. So my request for you is to start using it as opposed to it using you. You know, if you let negative thoughts creep in, if you entertain a pessimistic, resigned, or cynical attitude or thought, your brain is using you. Take control and start using it. It belongs to you. You don't belong to it. And this is how you start using it. You start using it by asking it questions, the right questions and empowering questions. And you keep asking it questions until you start getting answers. And keep pushing. Keep asking and don't settle for, I don't know as an answer. You do know. And if you really are convinced you don't know the answer to whatever question you're seeking an answer, ask yourself, if I did know, what would the answer be? And do this with integrity. Do it with honesty, meaning be honest with yourself. Do it with authenticity. Speak or write down the exact words that come to your mind. I mean, the exact words that are going through your head when you ask the question, speak them out or write them down. Be completely transparent with yourself. Be vulnerable with yourself. Do that with these two questions. This is part of your homework. Here's the first question. What would I do if I knew success was guaranteed? What would I do if I knew success was guaranteed? What would you choose to do? That's the first question. The second question. How can I turn my life around so that I'm pursuing the answer to question number one and enjoy the process? That's the second question. How can I turn my life around so that I'm pursuing the answer to question number one and enjoy the process? So there are two questions here. The first What would I do if I knew success was guaranteed? Spend some time with this. Don't blow it off. I mean, really think about it and answer it honestly. Don't use any filters. Don't let your thoughts of what you believe you can or cannot do get in the way. There's no room for those thoughts here in this exercise. Success is guaranteed, remember? So that's question number one. What would I do if I knew success was guaranteed? The second question. How can I turn my life around so that I'm pursuing the answer to question number one and enjoy the process? How can I turn my life around so that I'm pursuing the answer to question number one and enjoy the process? You need to address every single element in that question. First, how can I turn my life around so that I'm pursuing the answer to question number one and enjoy the process? Now, I want you to answer that question a little differently, though. I want you to come up with 10 answers, not just one answer, but 10. And if you can't come up with 10, I don't want to hear it. Yes, you can. And I don't care if the answers start getting outlandish either. Your answers can be totally absurd. I just need you to come up with 10. I mean, if one of your answers has to do with standing on the corner in a chicken suit with the clipboard soliciting a survey to passersby, so be it. Oftentimes, your 10th, 9th, or 8th answer will start to look like that. They'll start to look a little absurd. It doesn't matter. Just complete the exercise and come up with 10 answers. And if you can come up with more, great. But at least 10 answers. You see, what this does is it gets your creative juices flowing. 
You start coming up with answers and perspectives that you would never have come up with unless you allowed yourself some freedom to be inside of an exercise like this. And you know how it goes. If you continue to do what you've always done, you'll continue to get what you've always got. So allow yourself some freedom. Allow yourself to be different inside of this exercise. Don't take on this exercise the way you've always done. Don't come up with five answers and think it's good enough. Don't blow it off and say, I'll get to it later. Do something different. I want you to think differently around this because you want different results. I want you to be a different person. I want you to be the person that has what you want. This exercise will begin to transform your being. And once you've started transforming your being, I want you to start transforming your doing. Once you have your list of 10, I want you to start at your number one answer and do it. Be unreasonable. Do it. No fear. I mean, the only thing to fear here is fear itself. That's not a cliche. It's not an overused quote. Perhaps it is overused, but just because you've heard it countless times doesn't make it any less true. There's nothing out there in the pursuit of your dreams that is going to kill you. This is your life. And life is an action sport. It's a contact sport. Start working your way through this list, taking action. And as long as you do this, here's what you can expect. Answers one through six will probably not get the result you're looking for. Maybe, but likely not. Not until you start getting to answers seven, eight, or nine. When you start taking action on whatever you came up with on your list of number seven, eight, or nine, will you start experiencing what I call miracles. And I'm not necessarily speaking of miracles of a spiritual nature. I mean, the sky is not going to open up and God is going to descend and place his hand on your head and bless you with success. I mean, he's been known to do it before, but that's not the type of miracle that I'm talking about. I'm talking about miracles defined as unexpected events, unexpected situations. Stuff that you didn't know that you didn't know will start to reveal itself. You'll begin to experience breakthroughs, epiphanies. You'll begin to experience aha moments. You'll be traveling that road. And typically, at least with my own personal experience and the experiences of those that I've coached, somewhere between answer six or eight, you'll get the result. Or at least a very major breakthrough in achieving that result that you're seeking. And the miraculous part of it, the part of it that never ceases to amaze me, it will come from an answer or a source that wasn't even on your original list of 10 answers. And what you'll learn is it's not getting the right answer on your list of 10 that's important. It's simply having 10 answers of which you can take action on. The magic, it's in the action, not the answers. Without action, nothing moves. Without action, nothing happens. Favor is attracted to action. Wealth, it's attracted to action. People are attracted to action. Luck, it's attracted to action. Miracles are attracted to action. The point is, take action. Take action and stuff happens. Now, if you're not completely fired up right now and ready to get started, I want you to go back and answer question number one again. What would I do if I knew success was guaranteed? Or even what would you do if you knew you would not fail? Maybe it'll be the same answer. Maybe it'll be a new answer. But now I want you to take this exercise in a different direction. Ask yourself why. Why would you choose that if you knew success was guaranteed? What's in it for you? And ask yourself why at least three times. For example, if your answer to what would I do if I knew success was guaranteed were something like I would start my own catering business. Ask yourself, why would I start my own catering business? Well, I like to cook and people like my cooking. Okay, why do you want to cook for people that like your cooking? I want to cook for people that like my cooking because they would enjoy it and pay me for it. 
Okay, let's ask why again. Why do you want to cause people enjoyment through your cooking and be paid for it? Because I could quit my job and provide for my family doing something I like doing. Now, if you can keep going, keep going, but ask yourself why at least three times. And when you can't go any further, ask yourself, how would that make me feel? I would feel liberated and satisfied in life. I wouldn't feel as stressed and I would enjoy my free time more. You see, it's not really pursuing our passions that we all want. It's the way pursuing our passions will make us feel that's what we want. It's the feeling that we want. And it's staying in touch with that feeling that keeps us motivated. That's the root of your motivation. That's the root of your focus. And that's what keeps the negative thoughts at bay. You see, human beings, they're motivated by either the pursuit of pleasure or the fleeing from pain. They're either moving towards pleasure or away from pain. Typically, it's a combination of the two. But for most of the population, it's the fleeing from pain that really motivates. So, you should know by now why you want what you want. I use the pursuit of a catering business as an example. But insert your why and everything applies just the same. As well as knowing why you want what you want, you should also now be back in touch with how you will feel once you've achieved what you want. But as the fleeing from pain is a bigger motivator for most, I want you to ask yourself, I want you to be aware, what's the alternative? How will you feel if you don't pursue your why? What is that going to cost you? What will your life look like in six months if you don't take action? If you don't turn it around? If you keep doing what you're currently doing? What will life look like in six months? What will it look like in a year if you don't turn it around? If you don't take action? If you continue to do what you're currently doing? How about five years? How about ten years? You see, ten years, it might seem a long way off. And in some respects, it is. But you remember where you were on 9-11. Do you remember where you were when you first saw the images of the Twin Towers collapsing? Get that in your head. Remember where you were, who you were with, what you were doing. Put yourself back there. Now, if I had asked you then where you see yourself in 10 years, what would your answer have been? It's been 10 years. Now, would your answer then and where you are today match up? It's okay if it doesn't. You've got a second chance. But decades are big blocks of time. You don't have an unlimited supply. You see, when it comes to decades, people completely underestimate what they can accomplish in that decade. They have no idea what's really available to them inside of a decade, inside of 10 years. But the trap is that they overestimate what they can do in a single year. Don't fall into that trap. I mean, anything worth anything takes some time. Don't fall into that trap thinking you can get started next month or next year or I'll get started someday. That someday syndrome can quickly turn into a decade. And you'll get to a point, some of us sooner than others, where you won't be able to make up for lost time. So when would now be a good time to get started? I mean, if you don't, what's the alternative? You see, 10 years is going to pass whether you decide to take action or not. So what's the alternative if you don't take action? Will you too be clawing your way up to middle management? Will you find yourself underpaid and underappreciated? I mean, just a few days ago, I watched an online interview with Jillian Michaels. She's one of the fitness trainers from the TV show, The Biggest Loser. 
And Marlo Thomas, she's got a, a little website and she was conducting the interview. And, and during that interview, Marlo Thomas revealed that the most common issues her readers and subscribers share is their feeling of regret. Regret of not pursuing their childhood dreams. And it caused me to pause because it's really sad. You see, regret is essentially a pain for which there is no cure. But it's a pain that doesn't show up until it's too late. You don't know it's manifesting. It appears as comfort initially. That's the dangerous part. And later shows up as extreme discomfort. You know, people who choose comfort first typically end up uncomfortable. So get out of your comfort zone. Start taking action on what it is that you really want. You know, because conversely, the same is true. People who choose discomfort, people who get out of their comfort zone, actually end up comfortable. I share all of this with you because your biggest motivator can be your why. That's the foundation of your motivation. That's how you stay motivated is staying in touch with your why. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, my why just got a whole lot bigger as I welcomed my new baby boy into the world last week. And I've already noticed a new sense of enthusiasm around my work. And it's not a manufactured sense either. That's why I want you to get in touch with the feelings that you're going to experience when you achieve your why. Because it's those feelings that make it authentic and remove it from that realm of manufactured. My why is so much bigger and it's calling me into action. And you have one too. And if you don't know what it is, take your time to find it. It's that important. Set aside some time and use your brain. Stop allowing it to use you. So what's your why? That's your motivation. Once you know, that's how you stay motivated. Stay in touch with your why. And I shared with you at the end the consequences or alternatives to putting it off. Some of us are motivated by our why. and Some of us are motivated by the fear of never experiencing our why. So your homework. Use your brain. Answer these two questions. First question. Question number one. What would I do if I knew success was guaranteed? The second question. How can I turn my life around so that I'm pursuing the answer to question number one and enjoy the process? I gave you very specific instructions on how to answer those questions. Maybe this episode is worth a second listen. Because that's it for today. Actually, that's enough for today. We've covered a lot. And it is simple what we covered. It is easy to do this homework. But because it's simple and it's easy to do, it's easy not to do also. Don't underestimate the importance of your why. The only thing, the only thing that separates you and the person who has everything that you want is time and the size of their why. The homework is to enable you to find yours. And I'm going to continue with motivation focus next episode as well. As motivation comes and goes, it ebbs and flows, it's invaluable to have multiple approaches and strategies to see to it that your motivation comes more than it goes. Remember, it's like bathing. That's why we do it daily. God loves you, and so do I. I am Matt, the Do-Over Guy, and I will see you next time on Your Do-Over. Thank you for tuning in to Your Do-Over, where the ignored, underestimated, and unknown steps to producing results and making life work are revealed. And remember, knowledge is potential power. Take action on what you learned today. This is not your learn-over. It's your do-over. 
To view the resources referenced in today's show and to retrieve a complete show transcript, visit www.thedooverguy.com. Stay connected with Matt the Do-Over Guy Terrio on Twitter at The Do-Over Guy and on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash dooverguru. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.